Josh Podcast. Say hello to the people who care. Nothing's better than friends. The Nosh Podcast. Because you know that your friends are always there. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Nosh Podcast presents Let's Be Friends. I'm Natasha. I'm Sarah. And I'm Chelsea. And we would love to hear from you. We would love for you to submit your friendship Yori TM. That's a friendship story that is yours. It's uh, about any relationship that you have with someone you would consider a friend. Maybe they're an enemy now. I don't know, but I want to hear about it because we are self-centered and we just talk about ourselves the whole time. And uh, intuitively, I think if you were involved, it would be a little bit more interesting, maybe more exciting. Um, It can be your meet cute. It can be a, a story where you fuck that person that you never I, I, I we didn't agree that Natasha we, you're really or, living into it yeah uh anything like that you can send it to the nosh podcast at gmail.com or you can dm us on instagram or twitter the nosh podcast you already know what it is Sarah I heard we got a review we did get a review this is from e marie why or Emery. Uh huh. Such a fun podcast. If you want something fun and happy to listen to that will brighten your day, listen to this podcast. This made me laugh and feel nostalgic and brought up memories of my own friendships. It's so nice to hear very real and relatable stories from other people. Very excited to hear more. Thank you so much. How many stars? Five stars. Duh. Yes. The magic. Thank you, E. Maria. Yeah. Maria. We only accept five stars, so that was the right amount. Yeah. And such a cute review. Thank you so much. Yeah. So if you want, you can leave us a review and we'll read it on the pod and send us a Yori. We have a Yori at the end of today's episode. Keep Ooh. you on the edge of your seats. But before that, how are you guys doing? I would like to announce that I don't currently have a crush on anyone. What? Chelsea, wow. that's crazy. Yes, I'm in crush purgatory as of oh. Wednesday or Thursday. Whoa, oh. very specific. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've so it been, just ended. Yeah, one just ended, which that's always interesting when that happens. Usually I have built that person up so high that the fall from grace <laughs> is like, Niagara Falls distance um and it's sort of like that yeah who doesn't know when when you initially said you don't currently have a crush it Mm -hmm. sounded like a choice but now that you've called it purgatory it sounds more (laughs) like an in-between stage until the next one yeah I'm waiting it's a waiting room um I found out that my former crush is an anti-vaxxer oh no that is a great reason not to have a crush on them that was the crush killer yes yes it took a while actually there were a couple of red flags like I knew that he was extremely religious and only wanted to date one woman um and his perfect girl is Candace Cameron Burr on like the Hallmark movies um and Uh none of that describes me no (laughs) he was like I, I I just want to find like one woman and like love her. I'm like, well, don't you have to kind of like date in order to find that one woman? And, you know, he wears like a WWJD bracelet and, you know, he's pretty like actually religious. What would Josh do? 
<laughs> I think it's Jesus. No, um, so I don't know. So, but actually that didn't deter me because I have had a history of really being into religious guys. I think like, I don't know why it has something to do with like my childhood. I think probably <laughs> I'm like Catholicism. I don't know. Uh, but that didn't deter me. Something, another, at another point I said something and he was like, Oh, so what are you a feminist? And I was like, mm. yeah, are you not? And he was like, I was like, don't you want like equal rights for men and women? He was like, of course I do. Anyway, the weather. Mm. And I was like, mm, that was a major red flag, but that was not enough to deter me. It wasn't until he told me he quote, doesn't like having things in his body Oh, <laughs> in, a, in a reference to vaccines that I was like what I like snapped out of the spell completely <laughs> I was like what <laughs> like no no this crush is over this crush ends here mm. um and so yeah now it's there and I wouldn't say I'm actively looking right that's kind of part of what makes it feel a little purgatory-ish is that I'm not really like on the hunt mm-hmm. I'm just like a girl doing her thing <laughs> thinking about like work and that's about it well I'm happy for you I, I still think purgatory makes it seem like you have to get to another place so mm, yeah like I, I mean I will eventually be in that other place yeah that's true um, and it's, it's very unusual to be in crush purgatory, but, uh, it's important to talk about when it happens. So here I am. I'm happy for you. Thanks. I think the fact that you like, uh, religious guys is interesting. I feel like there's, cause I sort of relate to that too. And I feel like I often will like guys that are just really different from me in like yes. sort of an extreme way. And I don't really... That's not something I've thought a lot about, but I just, it's not something I really understand either. Like why, why is that attractive? I also like it when anyone actually like passionately believes something. I mean, ideally it wouldn't, I mean, I don't like it. I mean, I don't like it when people passionately believe like hateful things (laughs) or anything like that. Like that's, that's my boundary. And sometimes actually religion does go into that a little bit, but I just, I don't know. I, yeah, I like it when even though I I find it very bizarre, like I'm definitely not religious. I'm absolutely spiritual, (laughs) but I don't get it. Last year, I liked a religious guy who was like a hundred percent, like committed to the idea that there like is a a bearded white bearded God and that there is like a heaven and that there are like, like there are like pearly gates and it's in the clouds. And I was just like, I don't relate to this, but (laughs) Yes, I I want to fuck you. Um, so, yeah, it might be something about like, yeah, just being so bizarrely different. It's like weirdly a turn on, but it, it never works because I'm just like, wow, you're, I, I just don't, I don't agree with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I just was thinking I, sorry I just had a, a thought a flash uh-huh. of a story and I thought do I want to share that on the podcast <laughs> but I think I can it, it was a guy that I had a crush on that was religious and then I found out that he said that he would never date a non-christian girl because he thinks that Christianity is right and he couldn't date or like marry someone who he thought was just like fundamentally wrong in their beliefs wow. <laughs> and I was like okay 
And then I realized like, well, I can't date you because I think you're fundamentally wrong for thinking that they're fundamentally wrong or something. Yes. It's just like a strange, but yeah, you, I guess it's, it's a big thing to like have a different person. Like, I mean, that informs everything that you do. It's like your whole Mm -hmm. perception about how the world works. Yeah. But I'm like fascinated by ritual and belief and all of that stuff. But yeah, you got to get vaccinated. Oh, okay. Well, I'm definitely not like pro all vaccines. So we have no, to stop being yeah. friends. No, 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 no. I mean, I just think, yeah. This one, this one's pretty big. This is a big, a pretty big one. This was, I, I don't want to share all the details just by some weird, I don't think he would ever listen to this, but I told him like his secret was safe with me, but he had a situation where he didn't do something pretty big because the people expected him to vaccinate, to be vaccinated. And he like missed out on an opportunity because, because of that. He wouldn't get vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, I don't it's think like, that anyone, I don't know. I don't think anyone should have to get vaccinated. I think that's like kind of a crazy ask. Were they going to give him the vaccine? Were they like, we have, they were like, you just need to have a vaccine for this opportunity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I think there's a lot of things like that. My mom like had to start getting the flu vaccine if she wanted to work with hospice patients and stuff like that. I'm sure I had to get probably end up being like that for Corona. Like, I think we're probably going to all have to, if we're going to go work in offices again, they're probably going to say you have to get the vaccine. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fuzzy right now. Legally. Yeah. Especially because it's not available to Rome, but maybe when it is, but you don't have to get the flu vaccine to work. But in some, in some situations, like, yeah. I'm sure I had to like get vaccinated to like go to Prague or like do go to school. I mean, there's certain things like, I don't, I don't think that we should, yeah, just blindly like be like stick a needle in my body and put everything in there. But like, especially because this, this vaccine doesn't have like any long-term studies, obviously, because it's like, it doesn't, it didn't have to, because it was emergency. Well, it wasn't for COVID. I think it was for something like, it was like measles or whatever those vaccines are that we, we, that everyone kind of gets and. Right. Interesting. Like for these things that used to ravage us, but now don't. Because, because of vaccines. vaccines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was, a, if it was measles, there was a recent outbreak, right? Of measles. Yeah, I think so. Measles. Measles. <laughs> anyway, that is a controversial subject. And I realize it's not necessarily <laughs> like black and white, but I just was like, oh. You didn't like it. It sounds like, like it was a, a few things also like stacked on. Yeah. And also, like, he doesn't like me or want to date me. I asked him specifically <laughs> to go on a date three times and every time he was like, LOL. So <laughs> crush killer. Oh my God. <laughs> crush killer. <laughs> well, all I was going to talk about was how I've been watching American Idol audition tapes on Great. YouTube for the past couple of days. And I thought I was done with it, but I did it again today and I actually veered into the voice. So, um, I love and the I, voice. you know, more than just audition tapes, I was watching like final performances, um, as if I'm a fan of the show and I don't know, I just didn't know I would ever, that would happen to me. I mean, if, if you do it, you are like, I think you're, you are a fan because you watch it a lot now. <laughs> I don't know. I I would disagree. 
I think I'm a fan of voices. I'm a fan of song and music and um, of people achieving their dreams and crying when they're given a praise. I think that's yeah. what. Have there been some really good ones? Like you were telling us that it's a, it's a way that if we need to cry, yeah, then you recommend going there. Like what were some of the ones that like really got you? Well, this one didn't make me cry, but there was a, I think she's 15 and she sang a Motley Crue song. And then she sang an Ella Fitzgerald song. And it was really cool. And they were shocked. And so was I. And it's this season of American Idol. So maybe I'll watch other videos of her. Who so was it judges? like her range that made you cry? Sorry, two questions at once. Her range. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, so low, so high. <laughs> so many, two different kinds of music. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, that like her, her vocal range. No, was it like, oh my God, wow, she can do like this rock song and she can do a jazz song? Um, yeah, she's just so, she's so young. It didn't make me cry, oh. by the way. Um, it was just impressive. It was, it's cool to discover young talent. Um, and a Motley Crue song, I don't think, I don't know a lot about Motley Crue, but I just didn't expect that someone would use that to audition for American Idol. Did you guys see the Britney Spears documentary? No, not yet. I'm scared. Well, they showed her like she was probably eight years old or whatever. And she was like in some competition and her voice was like incredible. Like I didn't even know that she had like an incredible voice like that. It was crazy. Anyway, like you should watch I Love Her. So good. Yeah, I'm just concerned. Um, I'm more concerned that we have been talking for eight hours. And <laughs> we have a I guest think, that we I need think, to bring Yeah, on. we have a guest that we'd like to talk to. Now that we've yeah. alienated all of our anti-vaxxer <laughs> listeners. Um, I'm concerned, actually, is she still there? <laughs> oh, there she there is. There she is. She was being, that was actually like kind of a nice little like etiquette thing to like drop off or something I don't know that was interesting I hope I hope I hope she checked out if she wanted to um but we're today we're talking to Sarah's college friend Jess welcome Jess welcome Jess hi (laughs) thanks for having me I didn't go away completely okay cool I just I was needing to blow my nose and I just didn't want you guys to have to watch that while you were busy so we would not have faulted you if you did completely go away during that okay <laughs> so thank I you. think you're great thank you. thanks for being here we're super yeah, thanks excited for having to, me yeah where are you joining us from I am in New York heard of New it? York City baby <laughs> ever heard of wow. it start spreading the news I'm open. I'm opening the curtain, which you cannot see out the window. But um, just for all the podcast listeners, nobody yeah. can see out the window right now. So, are you having like a Cosmo with your girls, <laughs> talking about all the guys you fucked over the weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bed. The club. <laughs> that's that's the only thing I remember from Sex in the City. <laughs> that was, you know, what oh, that was about? oh yeah, where they had a club that where there were all beds. It was instead of tables, it's like beds. Yeah. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. It was called bed. I love that. Bed. Yeah, I'm going to bed. Yeah, that was that. really cool. Are you a Samantha, Miranda, Carrie? Um. 
<laughs> Did you watch I, that show, Jess? I I have watched it. I don't remember it. Common theme <laughs> of my life. I don't remember it super great. Fair. But um, I don't feel that I identify as any of them. Wow. No, none huh? of them. None of the above. Interesting. It's almost like wow. there's more categories of women than the four of them, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe I'm just um, not thinking hard enough about it. <laughs> I don't, I, that's probably not true. Um, so anyway, you went to college together. We did. Mm-hmm. New York yes. University. We did. Start spreading the news. <laughs> um, do you, I always say that when someone talks about New York, I say, start spreading the news. <laughs> Um, you never followed up with I'm leaving today. <laughs> no, because <laughs> we're in a pandemic, Natasha. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I can't leave. I can't leave. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And all my family's in New York. Thanks for reminding me that I can't <laughs> leave and go visit them. <laughs> um, so can let's like take you back. So you guys went to bed, went to bed. <laughs> college and what? We the went eight, to bed in the 80s. Were you guys in college in the 80s? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the 80s. Yeah, the late two thousands. So let me set the scene. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's get cozy. <laughs> uh, so Jess and I got in to NYU, but that the year that we got in, they had too many freshmen had like said yes to going. So they had to have a number of freshmen live in sophomore housing because mm. the housing was the dorms were split into freshmen and then like quote-unquote upperclassmen and so we both were what they would were calling displaced freshmen oh my god (laughs) wow it was like a big it was like a big deal because when you're when you're like going to the admissions thing and everything at NYU they're like and it's so great your first year you're going to be in an all-freshman dorm and everyone makes all of their first friends there and it's so fun it's a huge community and then it's like you I got in and we I was not in that at all yeah Yeah. so they did put freshmen with other freshmen I think exclusively or at least as much as possible within the sophomore housing um and spoiler alert sophomore housing is way better than freshman housing Mm -hmm. you feel like you grew up really fast because you had to be with the sophomores (laughs) yeah yeah we had to go in as sophomores so we actually skipped a full year of academics as well (laughs) that must have been hard did you meet did you guys make fresh or sorry sophomore friends or no no crickets (laughs) no we we definitely yeah I did not know anyone from our building no except for the other freshmen yeah, except for like our RAs, who I had a crush on, obviously. Yeah, we knew our RAs. That's I was gonna. We say had to that. know them. <laughs> they made us. Um, know them. <laughs> we had to know them, but then we knew them, and they knew us. <laughs> and I feel like they were probably especially like involved with us because they had freshmen in the building. Maybe I'm not sure if that's like totally accurate, but I just made that up right now. <laughs> okay, no. Jess does not necessarily agree. I have no idea. <laughs> cool. Um, so, (laughs) so let's see, can you attempt to remember like the first time you met each other? I remember exactly. You do? Yeah. Okay. So 
I'll tell you and you can then maybe it'll jog your memory. So I think it's important okay. to realize how we got connected within the dorm. So my, I had two, so I had three roommates. I almost said I had two roommates because I just ignored the third one. But I, two of our roommates are still like our best friends today. We sort of had a, a group of girls. Um, so I was with a girl named Brittany and a girl named Emily. Uh, the way that it worked was like, it was kind of two rooms, almost like a one bedroom apartment, but the living room was also sort of converted into a bedroom. And I was in the closed room with Emily and then Brittany was in the open room with our other roommate. And Brittany went to high school with a girl who went to high school with a girl who was Jess's roommate. Is that accurate? Yeah. <laughs> wow. What are the odds? Yes. So my Or who roommate... was roommate? Yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> basically... So we actually didn't meet just because we didn't really meet because we were in the same dorm. We met because we had this weird high school connection. Mm-hmm. So Jess's where, roommate grew up in the city. And and her but friend I'm spreading from high the school, news. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She said that all the time. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> she grew up in the city and her friend that she went to high school with in the city lived with Brittany's High school friend. friend from high school they lived in a in a hot freshman dorm where everyone was having all the fun and so we knew each other that way but we oh. happened to be in the same dorm so I remember when I first met Jess she and Brittany oh were in my room <laughs> yeah it's really embarrassing she and Brittany were in you know our dorm watching Degrassi <gasps> That can't be the first time that we met though, Sarah. That's my first memory of you. Because I remember being like, I love Degrassi. Will I be invited to watch Degrassi? (laughs) (laughs) Why why aren't we all watching Degrassi together? (laughs) Um, But we... I just want to be clear for all the listeners so that they never fact check this and then feel like the podcast is a big lie. Mm. We definitely met before that. Okay. Well, I don't remember. But we don't remember. It was not memorable. But but yes, do you remember? Well, I just thought we, I'm sorry. I'm like, this is pointless to argue about, but we watched Degrassi like in December or something. Yeah, I don't think we became friends until second semester, freshman year. But okay, but it's fine. It doesn't matter. Been smoking. I just feel like I probably <laughs> knew you existed before that. Well, yeah, you probably knew I existed because you were like coming to my apartment <laughs> or whatever, my dorm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Then I don't know how we like actually started to become friends, but probably just from like being around each other. And then Justin and I have like all these weird connections, which we sort of realized at the beginning of our friendship. One of them being that both of our dads are organizational consultants. Okay. Oh. Both of our parents went to USM, the University of Santa Monica, and got degrees in spiritual psychology. Whoa. They didn't Which go is, to... like, That's, crazy. That is yeah. crazy. crazy because Jess grew up in Chicago, and her parents commuted from Chicago to Santa Monica 
to do that program when she was like in elementary school. Wait. Wow. And I thought convert, uh, commuting from the Valley to the West side <laughs> at five o'clock on a Tuesday was hard. Yeah. Did they actually commute or they yeah. move temporarily? It's a one weekend a month. So it's like a full oh. Friday evening to Sunday evening. So a lot of people actually do uh, commute for it. Got uh, it. But still just, very strange. <laughs> and my parents were in different years of the program. So they alternated like mm. weekends when they were away. Mm. That is very crazy. That 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 is a it's, quite a coincidence. It's really crazy. Yeah. I guess I take that for granted now. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the only two things that were okay. weird, but also we were, but that was that- weird. Wait, sorry. Can we, yeah. I don't, do, I don't know. I feel like we all fully know why that's crazy, but I don't know that our listeners would. Well, I think it's like a very niche Bobby. school, first of all. Sorry. <laughs> he's, he's just a ghost in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very niche program. First of all, like not that many people go there at all. There's only 250 people a year that graduate from that school so uh it's just the numbers in themselves are very small uh and your parents know each other no no I guess that's yeah that's sort of the only thing I can think of but also like like a weird new agey program yeah did you say that is new agey okay to say Sarah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so do you feel like that bonded like did you guys talk about that in the early stages of your friendship like ideas of spirit spirituality and new aginess I don't know if we did necessarily but I think having parents that are into that stuff is like a specific kind of experience (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah definitely it was weird to meet because I grew up in Chicago I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago and I was sort of like I went to a Catholic high school, although my family is not Catholic, but just because like my parents wanted to send me to pride. Like I had always been sort of outside of the norm of what I was surrounded by until I came to NYU. And then that was like a very weird to be like, oh, our parents are both just total weirdos. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. The same kind of weirdos. The same kind of weirdos. Yeah. Yeah. And then I I don't know if this was like really I feel like this was part of our friendship, but I don't really know why. I was like really into like the pickup artist stuff in our freshman year. Like the game had come out like sort of recently. And uh-huh. I feel like a lot of people were like reading that kind of stuff, including me. And I think you also read it, right? Or yeah, we got we sort of got into it like together. Yeah. Okay. Which that always like interests me because... by. <laughs> <laughs> and like the pickup artist is for men like yeah. like straight men are the audience but you wanted to read it to kind of know what content men were getting Sasha was really into it and Sasha's boyfriend was really into it I think just as like a social psychology interest sort of and I think we kind of got into it for that same reason but I feel you- like yeah didn't you go once to a place and like try to <laughs> yeah Sasha this? and I like crashed one of their conventions or whatever and went to one 
but it was interesting. Like that time was also like a weird, cause a lot of people were reading it. So guys would like come up to us and like use the lines from the book. Do you remember that? Like in the, yeah. Like in the, in park, the park all the time. time. Yeah. The and we park? would be like, <laughs> yeah. Like, in the, well, so, cause we lived across from Union Square Park. So we were always in the park. It sounds weird, <laughs> but I feel like we went to the park a lot. We were in like a park at least. I mean, and our school is, you know, NYU is right around Washington Square Park. So, you know, New York has a lot of parks. Do you remember some of the lines that these pickup artists would come and use on Yeah, they'd be like, who lies more, men or women? Or like... Which is like a line directly from the book. So it's pretty easy to spot it. (laughs) They would just come up to you and say that like, oh, hey, who do you think lies more, men or women? And then we would be like, oh, have you read the game? And they'd be like, yeah. (laughs) caught oh that's awesome Um, I love that you could trap men which I always want to do (laughs) exactly that's what we were doing and then I don't really remember like that much else from like the beginnings of our friendship I know a very important day oh do you know what I'm gonna say yeah November 1st Mm -hmm. I always forget the date but you always remember which is so that's good it's easy to remember because it was the day after Halloween oh okay I'll remember it now <laughs> like I think later, I was or 15 <laughs> years later whatever I don't think we've acknowledged um November 1st in a long time so that's on us um <laughs> yeah like I feel like Sarah and I didn't we didn't become like instantly like best best friends because we had slightly different interests just to be totally upfront what? which is like I was I mean, I was just, uh, you're joking, right? No, um, I'm just, I was just, I was a big, big drinker. Oh. And, right? When you say yeah. we were, well, we you were doing got, different things, kind of. Yeah, I like didn't really drink a lot freshman year and just, just started drinking in freshman year, I think, right? You didn't drink in high school. I did when I was a senior, but okay. in freshman year is when I really like it it began yeah I don't drink now just so that everybody knows I'm okay I'm fine um uh, (laughs) but Sarah you used to drink and do other things in college I did but not in my freshman year for some reason my freshman year was big on like finding my soul and not drinking was like part of that I think I wasn't like I have to not drink but I just was kind of like who am I really like you know so it was like (laughs) things that would go in that category and we also just, sorry to interrupt, you can continue, but we had a really big group of friends at that time. And I feel like you were friends with like Brittany pretty closely. And then you started to be friends with me, but I feel like you hung out a lot more with like your roommate and her friends and like that kind of part of the group that I wasn't really a part of. And you hung out with Annie and I wasn't really friends with Annie freshman year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had different, like, I was really close with Brittany. We did, like, everything together. Well, basically. I was really close with Brittany, too. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. <laughs> but there was sort of, like, um, me, Brittany, Emily as, like, roommates, and then there was, like, Brittany and, like, her other friends that she had met, including Jess, as, like, sort of a separate group, I feel like, sort of. Yeah, we were, like, getting into all sorts of trouble or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, what are some of your favorite memories from that time? Or like, what's a memory? Wait, I wanted to know about November 1st. Oh yeah, yeah November sorry. 1st, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, basically what happened our sophomore year is that, so because we were displaced freshmen, we got first choice for dorms for sophomore year. Sweet. 
And what we what we all ended up doing was choosing the dorm that we lived in already. Because it's the best dorm. It's it's a cool dorm, and we we got to like pick our rooms and everything. So we like picked rooms actually very close to each other. And I was living with Brittany and Annie, and then we had one random (sighs) who shall not be named. And then you lived um, with Lord Voldemort. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was crazy. Oh my um, god. Um, and um, and I lived. Emily, Emily and Sarah lived in a dorm room, like the floor below us. And then what happened is, like, weirdly, even though we didn't get to have this like freshman year experience of like knowing everyone on your floor and like becoming best friends, the floor I was on the eighth floor, right? We were on the eighth floor. Mm-hmm. Our whole floor ended up doing that anyway, even though we were sophomores, which is like not usual. So then we sort of like created this like big group of friends. We had like new friends. We created a big group of friends. And I feel like we naturally started hanging out more then. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, our whole floor became like we did everything together. We would like go to brunch together. We would just like travel in packs of 10. We would like go to movies together. We just always were doing kind of everything. We, we had like a movie night every week where like somebody picked the movie, but it was all it was a surprise. Remember? Mm-hmm, that was so fun. Like everyone liked each other. Yeah, we had like a Christmas dinner where we like moved all the tables from the different rooms into one room and had like a big long like dinner table and we did like friends givings maybe or maybe that came later who knows everything is that came later together but then I don't know when we started hanging out but I remember November 1st 2008 I was I remember I was like really sad because I was really hungover basically and we went and we hung out in a park I don't I don't remember what park it was though. Was it Central Park? It was like we did a bunch of stuff that we didn't normally do. So what makes yeah. sense that it was Central Park? Yeah, like Sarah and I kind of had like a mad like we spent this whole day together alone, which like in the context of what it was usually like was different. And we hung out and we had it was like a beautiful like first date, don't you think? Yeah. Because we went like to Max so Brenner. To, did we at night? Is that what it's called? They have yeah, chocolate? Yeah, yeah. Do they have chocolate there? There's a, res- a chocolate-themed restaurant in Union Square. We went there. <laughs> yeah, what else did you do? So you went to the park. We went to the park, but it was like, we were just like talking a lot, I think. I feel like, and realized that we had a lot of like, we understood each other, maybe? Yeah. I f- it was then, very bonding. I think we, yeah, I think we probably like, ta- I'm guessing. <laughs> The fact that I remember it literally at all, the fact that I remember that it even happened means it was a big, big deal because I don't remember anything. So, yeah, yeah, I think we, yeah, we just like talked and we have so much in common. I mean, I think like we always say like, I, I feel like we were just like sent to each other by like a higher power, mm-hmm. like as a gift. Yeah. <laughs> like we have so much in common. Like I feel like the art... I don't know how to describe it, but I feel like we have a lot in common in like non-material yeah. ways or something. Yeah. yeah. And like we kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think we kind of like find ourselves on similar paths, like over time, that's sort of 
become part. Obviously, at that time, we were so new to our friendship, so we didn't know that. But it just sort of we've like followed similar paths like over our lives that I think have helped us stay close and connected and like continue to really understand each other despite not living near each other. I mean, at this point, we haven't (laughs) lived near each other in 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think like I like not to be like boohoo, but like as a, I just like never really experienced a ton of closeness before Mm -hmm. I came to college. And then like I sort of was in this swirl of like just starting to drink and like sleep with men and do all this crazy stuff. Like, but Sarah was like weird. Like I, Sarah was kind of the first person I connected with completely outside of that. Mm-hmm. I like I like I don't think our kid like of course we drink together but I don't feel like that's how we like bonded mm-hmm. so I feel like I remember that day because I was like this is what it feels like to just like be yourself <laughs> Aww. <laughs> so cute. Um, yeah yeah so and then we went to now like oh, takes so- me years to do with yeah. friends but with Sarah, I just got to do it right away which is I'm like I guess the Lord didn't want me to be alone forever <laughs> yeah and yeah so we went to Prague and then that I was gonna say that's where we that's where we got really close but that's where the problems began (laughs) the Prague problems actually the Prague yeah oh but we were roommates and we had another roommate with us and that was just like a time of debauchery for sure like everyone that was there was just like drinking so much including me Uh, And we like got in some fights and then we lived together. I don't know. Do you want to say anything about Prague? (laughs) Sarah's like, yeah, just really quick. Like we had this time we got in a bunch of fights and then. Yeah. What did you fight about? If you don't, Um, you don't mind me getting into that. I guess. Wait, should I I say before that we like did mushrooms together? Am I allowed to say that on the podcast? We've talked about things like that. I know, but Jess didn't give her like approval. Uh, we did mushrooms. Oh, you said it. You, you said it already. So. <laughs> no, it's fine. We did, before we went to Prague, we did mushrooms together. And I don't know if that was, had any bearing on our friendship for you, but I feel like I had a moment <laughs> during that time where it was like a really strange, obviously like my entire perception had changed like that night and I was just seeing everything so differently. And part of that was feeling like I don't know how I'm possibly like connecting with anyone else because it seemed so complex to like have a thought and be able to like translate it into language and like share it with someone else and I was just really aware that like I might think I'm understanding someone and I'm not or we might think we're having the same experience but we might not be and I have like a very vivid memory of us like walking home after as like our trip was ending and we were holding hands and I just remember thinking like even though I don't know if we're having the same experience, we still like love each other and that's like enough or something. <laughs> like I wow. felt this kind of like connection and calmness and like trust, I guess, despite like, whereas maybe before I would have thought like that a friendship requires us to always be on the same page or something like that. And so it kind of removed that necessity in a way. Okay, that didn't happen for Jess, but... <laughs> I I mean I don't I don't remember that that moment but I weirdly remember did you did we live together that summer did you move into Brittany's spot 
I think that yes yeah that's because I remember the next day when you were in bed for (laughs) that's the visual I remember because she like couldn't get out of bed yeah I was so depressed the next day I couldn't get out of bed um but yeah I mean sorry Sarah no I don't that's okay because we had that was a very meaningful experience exactly we have different experiences but we love each other I care about November 1st you care about July 4th yeah um yeah so we went to Prague and obviously we spent a lot of time together in Prague we got in some fights then we moved in together with like some of our other friends for the next year when we got back for like our junior year but we were, it was like, it. things were really tense by the time we got back to New York. Yeah. I was going to say then we continued fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... I, I guess we should just tell them why we were fighting. Okay. I guess I have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, well, I was just being, I, being extremely self-centered in a bunch of different ways, I would say. I would say there's a lot of alcohol happening. Yes, the alcohol was a big problem and alcohol can make you extremely self-centered and bad to other people (laughs) (laughs) but I guess maybe we shouldn't get into the details of it yeah I mean and who knows who's listening yeah who knows (laughs) yeah so whatever like a lot of personal stuff we just kind of like had to get through it but we were still friends during that time I don't think there was like a question of like even though we would get mad at each other or there was like a lot of tension I don't think it was ever really like oh are we like not going to be friends anymore which is kind of interesting yeah it is what happened we graduated and I went to LA (laughs) this is so funny the details yeah things were we lived together in a room and that didn't go great. Um, and then, and then we moved out and then there was like a, so there was a period of time after we had, so we all decided to leave this one apartment that we were all living in together and just moved out and moved in with some other people and the rest of us stayed together. And Brittany had been studying abroad. So she came back and, and we were living with Brittany and we moved to an apartment in Brooklyn that had a ton of like, when the day that we moved in, the place was trashed. There was like egg yolk on everything. There were like oh. whippets. Like it was insane and a mess. And then within the month we got bed bugs and it was just like truly a nightmare. So there was like a period of time where all of us were like sort of homeless and Jess had been like house sitting for someone. So she let us stay with her <laughs> during that. Like, I feel like you really, really helped us like through I was cat sitting like... I had been working like at a restaurant so I was starting to like develop all these older friends and um this this guy that lawyer him and his fiance were like going away so I cat sat for them in their like nice building in the east village and I all four of them came and like stayed which at that guy's wedding we like talked about that weirdly and he was like Wow, I can't believe you didn't tell. I can't believe I let you cat sit and you brought your four friends who had bed bugs over. (laughs) We were really careful. I I feel like I didn't even think about it. I feel like I was like, yeah, just come. Yeah, you were really nice. Yeah, we were careful. We like washed all of our stuff and like put it in the dryer and like do all did all the bed bug things before we went. I mean, but there were nights that I was like sleeping in the library. Like we were 
homeless. <laughs> and um, yeah, we all slept in the that guy's bed, <laughs> all of us together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all that, wow. Right? Wow. Yeah. And I feel like we were pretty good friends once we, like once we weren't living together anymore, like we still like hung out a lot, like just worked at a bar that we would go to all the time. Like all of our friends would go there. And so I don't know, we just spent like a lot of time together. Jess was still like drinking a lot. And I guess that's like part of the next part of our story, which is I moved back to LA and then I well, I feel weird say, like saying I'll all say this. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and well, I don't have to share. Yeah. No, no, no. I really don't care. I actually meant to text Sarah. Like, I don't care what we say because mm-hmm. my last name won't be on it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I I'm like open about all of this. Yeah. So I feel like we we definitely fought. I feel like there was like yeah, we just had like different layers of kind of like fighting over these few years, and obviously we weren't like adept at addressing it or anything yeah and I feel like Like yeah go ahead sorry I feel like there was a lot of different stuff because I feel like there was like John John, yeah I feel like there was like jealousy stuff like at least I there had jealousy of like some stuff with you and I feel like there was yeah just like I don't yeah I think there was just unresolved like things that were a part of like our dynamic and our friendship that we like had never addressed with each other of like resentments jealousies like judgments or feeling judged by the other person or like whatever those things kind of were yeah so um but then like after we graduated Sarah I feel like you lived in New York for a year I did no I graduated and stayed for a summer and I moved back in the fall so we graduated we graduated in 2011 I was like working at this dive bar that like like literally all of our friends hung out there almost every single day um and my drinking was like getting really really bad I and well I guess the thing to say is when Sarah and I lived together I also became a drug addict So I guess when you talk about tension, you could see why there would be tension. But yeah. I was like, I beca- I basically was really addicted to Adderall. So mm-hmm. I was like taking Adderall, staying awake for like five days in a row. Like and if you were drinking too, Adderall and drinking is a really gnarly combination. Oh, it was crazy. Basically, I would like be taking so much Adderall and I was always in the library Mm-hmm. I worked like a lot of hours at a restaurant also, but I, um, I, um, was always going to the library and I would get disposable coffee cups and fill them with beer. Mm. So like, it was really bad wow. is what I would say. And that's like a few years, I guess, like, and we had stuff with money. We had stuff with everything, every area yeah. of your life you could imagine. We had sort of like, it tried to enmesh but done a bad job yeah <laughs> like yeah. and we had there was just like all this different conflict and after we graduated my drinking got really really bad and my drugging and everything and like it, I mean it, for me too when I look back on that it, we graduated 2011 and I stopped drinking in 2012 but that last year was like really crazy when I look back on like a guy pulled a gun on me like I went like all this crazy fucking shit like happened Mm. and um I don't know if you guys know Sarah but that's 
that has never really been her scene, um, I would say. <laughs> She's not um, that into when guys pull guns on her. No, she hates that. It's That's crazy. a weird such thing a about wet, Such a wet blanket, Sarah. Um, so, yeah. So, it just, like, it's it kind of felt like Sarah was moving to L.A. I think it felt kind of like we were going to be not friends anymore. But then I got sober. And mm. <laughs> which, which, yeah. um, which was because of this guy that I was dating, who was a guy that Sarah had a big crush on before I dated him. Just mm-hmm. um, sorry, also, yeah. Who I also lived with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So, um, and then, and Sarah was like had moved to LA, but was coming back to New York a lot at that yeah. time. And basically, after I got sober, Sarah pretty much said to me that she didn't know she pretty much felt that she didn't think we would be friends anymore Mm. because like we didn't really have very much in common but here we are yeah so what do you think (laughs) what do you think um keeps you being friends I I have to say that Sarah's probably my first friend where I've like weathered a lot of conflict with, which is like now I understand is an extremely important part of intimacy Um, and is really hard. And you can't always like find people who are willing to play ball with you. Like (laughs) so many friendships, like people do not do that. So um, I feel like that ultimately like really weirdly is the foundation like we got that all out of the way early on um yeah I think weathering conflict is like a hugely important part of intimacy like you're saying and of like long-lasting friendships sorry I'm just reiterating what you said (laughs) but Mm -hmm. yeah but that's amazing that you still come together after there's been so much conflict it sounds like you're like really learning to grow together and that that connection that you made on that magical day, November 1st, 2008. Mm-hmm. I won't ever forget that now. Thank you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> it sounds like that was significant. And that is the yeah. stuff that keeps you coming back for more friendship. Well, we also like, you know, over the last 10 years have had like, again, like weird kind of coincidental matchings of like our lives like we both started doing improv like we both have done clowning uh we both Mm. (laughs) um which is absolutely not something that we were doing (laughs) in college like let me be clear um we both you know have had like really deep and like intense or like ongoing like spiritual kind of like practices and exploration Um, and I feel like a lot of that has really aligned with each other as we, you know, like it's so often that like I'll call Jess, even after like not talking to her for like a long time and talk about something that I'm dealing with. And she's like, oh my gosh, I just was, you know, dealing with this or I'm going through the same thing. And I feel like there's also this element of honesty in our friendship where if I, (laughs) Like, I feel like we both see each other as like our best selves. So if we're like complaining or having a problem or something like neither of us will buy into it. We always like hold our each other to like our best selves. And that doesn't necessarily mean like not being compassionate. Like I think we're both like compassionate with each other. But I think 
we're able to like help each other rise like above whatever like low mood or you know yeah whatever thing that we're dealing with and don't yeah. like let That's each true. other like get caught in believing the stories that we're telling ourselves yeah so, so the last 10 years of our friendship have been pretty boring <laughs> but great but <laughs> like when we come together it's like we we're like we're just like family we just like yeah, yeah. but only the fun parts <laughs> only the fun parts of family yeah what what's that <laughs> yeah great question it's really beautiful thank you for sharing all of that you guys I know that might not have been always easy to talk about but I appreciate it yeah thanks for um prompting us I guess we're journalists did we just talk the whole time without letting us get a word <laughs> I know did we let you ask any no, yeah, no. I thought <laughs> I thought that went really great. I I feel satisfied with the amount that I was able to interject, Natasha. <laughs> yeah, yes, of course. We held <laughs> we held the space. We held you the guys space. Held the space. Yeah. We held yeah. the space. <laughs> well, we're going to wrap up with friendship. Yori. So this Yori is from a writer named Alyssa and it is entitled The Free Pizza. Her name was Gina. She was a colorful, animated, lovely person. From 2016 to 2018, we were inseparable. One difficult aspect of our friendship, interestingly enough, was that I was trying to be sober and Gina loved a drink. She was an alcoholic. I remember one time I was seriously white knuckling, white knuckling it, which means staying sober despite wanting to drink, and Gina was sloshed. So we ordered Domino's. Gina continued to fuel herself with white wine as we devoured the thin crust pepperoni pie. Tipsy, she decides to call Domino's and insists that the pizza was supposed to have mushrooms as she bites into it the last remaining slice. With a fiery rage, she screams to the Domino's employee that she was an unsatisfied commonstoner and demands the chain sends the quote, right pie. Did I mention that no one ever asked for mushrooms to begin with? So Domino's delivers literally a new pie with mushrooms and pepperoni, but the delivery person informs me that he needs the original pie to take back to the restaurant, quote, as evidence. Gina, without hesitation, fetches the empty box hands it to the delivery person, then confidently offers her handout to take the new pie. She shuffles half-drunkenly to her couch and dives into the free pie. The only time in my life I regret being sober because at least if I'd been imbibing in wine at the same speed as Gina, I wouldn't have felt guilty for not stopping the shenanigans. I miss Gina and I wish her well. <laughs> okay, Jess, have you ever done that? Go. <laughs> um I don't think so I definitely dine and ditch though that's a horrendous I don't like Gina at all I don't wish her well Gina oh. just like got a free pizza for but but Gina maybe pizza. Gina's doing better now okay sure, 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 sure. yeah I mean that was <laughs> 2016 2018 so hopefully she found her way that's true okay I'm so sorry Gina accept my sincerest apologies I I I believe that you grew and learned from that experience 
And we grew and learned from this experience. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the Nosh Podcast. You can find us on Gmail at the Nosh Podcast at gmail.com, Instagram, the Nosh Podcast, Twitter, the Nosh Podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review and please submit your friendship yours. I'll see you guys in the group chat. You can always count on me. Say hello to the people who care. Nothing's better than friends. The Nosh Podcast. Cause you know that your friends are on.